0: Day 16, Thursday of the Second Week of Lent A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke At that time, Jesus said to the Pharisees, There was a certain rich man who used to clothe himself in purple and fine linen, and who feasted every day in splendid fashion. And there was a certain poor man named Lazarus who lay at his gate, covered with sores and longing to be filled with the crumbs that fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs would come and lick his sores. And it came to pass that the poor man died and was borne away by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried in hell. And lifting up his eyes, being in torment, he saw Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried out and said, Father Abraham, have pity on me and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said to him, Son, remember that you in your lifetime have received good things and Lazarus in like manner evil things. But now here he is comforted whereas you are tormented. And besides all that, between us and you a great gulf is fixed, so that they who wish to pass over from this side to you cannot, and they cannot pass from your side to us. And he said, Then, Father, I beseech you to send them to my father's house, for I have five brothers, that he may testify to them, lest they too come into his place of torment. And Abraham said to him, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hearken to them, But he answered, No, Father Abraham, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. But he said to him, If they do not hearken to Moses and the prophets, they will not believe even if someone rises from the dead. A reflection on the scripture of the day. The commandments of God cannot be broken with impunity. He that sins shall be punished. This is the teaching of today's gospel, and after reading it, we exclaim with the apostle how fearful a thing it is to fall into the hands of the living God. What terrible truth is told here! A man is in his enjoyment of every comfort and luxury this life can give, when suddenly death surprises him and he is buried in hell. In the midst of those eternal sufferings, he asks for a drop of water and that drop is refused him. Other men whom he knew on earth a few hours ago are now in the abode of eternal happiness and the great chaos separates him from them forever. Oh, what misery! To be in despair for endless ages, and yet there are men that live and die without giving so much as one day to think upon hell. Happy then are they that fear, for this fear will aid them to lighten that weight of their sins which would drag them into the bottomless pit. Alas, what strange darkness has come upon the mind of man as a consequence of sin! People that are shrewd, and prudent, and far-sighted in everything that regards their temporal concerns, are mere fools in every question that regards eternity. Can we imagine anything more frightful than their surprise when they awaken in the next world and find themselves buried in hell? Also, consider that our Savior, in order to make His instruction more impressive, did not describe the condemnation of one of those whose crimes scandalized the neighborhood and make anyone look upon him as a pure prey of hell. The history he gives us is that of a man who led a quiet life. He was agreeable in company and sought after. He was respected and did honor to the position he held in society. He is not accused of any public scandals. There is no mention made of any atrocious crime. Our Saviour simply says of him, he was clothed in purple and fine linen and feasted sumptuously every day. It is true, he was not charitable to the poor man who lay at his gate, but he did not treat him wrongly. He allowed him to lie there and did not even insult his misery. When then was the rich man condemned to burn eternally in that fire which God created for the wicked? It is because a man who leads a life of luxury and feasting, such as the one he lived, never thinking of eternity, caring about nothing but this world, with nothing of the spirit of the cross of Christ. Such a man is already a victim to the triple appetite of pride, avarice and luxury. He is their slave and seems determined to continue, for he never makes an effort to throw off their tyranny. He has yielded himself up to those sins, and they have accomplished their work in him, the death of the soul. It was not enough that he should not ill-treat the poor man who sat at his gate. He ought to have shown him kindness and charity, for such is God's commandment. His very dogs had more compassion than he. Therefore, his condemnation and perdition were most just. But was he ever told of this duty? Yes, he had the scriptures. He had Moses and the prophets. Even more, he had Jesus and the church. Men who are leading a life like him are now surrounded by the graces of the holy season of Lent. What excuse will they have if they neglect these graces, not even giving themselves the trouble to think of them? They will have turned their Lent into judgment against themselves, and it will have been but one great step nearer to eternal misery. Let us pray. Help thy servants, O Lord, and grant them the lasting kindness they entreat, so that to those who glory in thee, their Creator and Ruler, thou mayest restore the blessings they once possessed, and preserve what thou hast restored. Through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, world without end. Amen.